Hello and welcome back to At the Kitchen Table with Macroworks. I'm Coach Berg and as always I'm here with Coach Trey. Hey guys. And this is episode three of season, oh wait, episode 23 of season three. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> I don't know why we just I can't get it right. It. In my defense, we just recorded this and it wasn't recording. We were about 10 and minutes I nailed in. And, I uh, nailed it. Yeah. And so then this we had some technical redo. difficulties. So. <laughs> so my head's spinning. Okay. It's not my fault. I Great. nailed it the first time around. Anywho, we're going to start with some amazing client shout outs. Um, I feel like I'm repeating all of this, but y'all didn't hear it the first time, so I feel weird. But anyways, uh, <laughs> Amanda is someone who is a mom of four. She's got four babies, and she freaking hit 50 pounds gone this week. It's amazing. And when I say babies, like she's still nursing. She's doing. She is just. I mean, I. I can't even I can't even say the words. I'm just so proud of her. Like I think that that is something that most people will never accomplish in their entire life because they'll quit when life happens or it gets a little challenging. And Amanda is someone who has every excuse why she couldn't do this or make it a priority, but she still does. She's doing it anyway. And she's at 50 pounds gone. And yeah. that wasn't, again, it wasn't because she was perfect. It was because she's been consistent and she never quit. Mm -hmm. And we're so freaking proud of you, girl. And if I could just get like an air horn and shout this out <laughs> in the neighborhood, I would. That's I mean, how excited I am. 50 pounds is amazing. I know. And she, it just, it makes me so proud. I'm so proud of her for leading the way for her babies and just doing it whenever it's not easy. It just, it, yeah, she's amazing. So we're so proud of you, Amanda. And then next on our list is Anna Rondon. She has hit 10 pounds gone and she is also killing it. Anna is someone who is just very coachable. Um, she always has a positive attitude and she takes the tools that we give her and uses them how she's supposed to. And that's mm -hmm. why she's sitting at 10 pounds gone and we're super proud of her. Um, the next on our list is Jenna Berry, and she's also at 10 pounds gone. She's also 77% of the way to her goal weight already because she didn't have very far to go, and she joined us, and she's also someone who is just so coachable, and she started with us. She said, what do I do? We said, here you go, and she said, okay, and she did it. Just <laughs> an awesome attitude. Yes. She, she is, you know, she's a great communicator. She lets us know when she's struggling. She lets us know what she's struggling with, and, I mean, she we love sitting and visiting and talking through you know, her struggles. And then when she, when we give her feedback, she takes what we say and she uses it yeah. and oh, wow. they, and, and she's 10 pounds gone and almost to her goal weight. So <laughs> proud of you. All right. So uh, the next one on our list is Lily Isa and she is at 15 pounds gone. Whoop. So she is another one of, she's a rock star. She's just killing it working really hard and just doing a fantastic job. So Lily loses like every single week. It's almost like if I could show a client like a picture perfect journey of like starting with us and losing the perfect amount percentage of their total body weight every single week on a chart, it would be Lily. That's it. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, most of them are like, kind of look like an EKG where it's up and down or, and up yeah. and down. And well, hers Lily's is just, just a steady perfect. stream down. Yeah, so she's it. killing it. So we're super proud of you, Lily. All right. Next one on our list is Lizzie. And Lizzie is at 30 pounds gone. And she is also a nursing mama she right now. Is. She just had a baby, a little a little nugget, and she's killing it. <laughs> she is. Yeah, she's one that started with us pregnant and went all the way through her pregnancy, doing awesome. And then she had the baby. And, and she's now just she's 30 pounds up. gone. Right. And she's like, already lost 30 pounds since, she, since having the baby. So it's amazing just seeing her hard work paying off. So yeah. we're just really proud of you, Lizzie. All right. And the last one on our list is McKenna. And McKenna is 25 pounds gone. Some big ones this week. We did. We had some big milestones. It was a 50 good week. 
and a couple of 10s, a 15, a 30, and a 25. Wow. I mean, that's pretty amazing. Just and these between aren't these even six all clients. Of them. We had, I mean, if you're not on this list and you're like, hey, what about me? Like, I, again, I wish we could have an episode where we literally just talk about everybody that week and what you accomplished, but then that would be the entire episode. And I don't <laughs> think other people would really, I would love to listen to I would to too. It. I, I, would I would love to do up. that. But Again, we have to kind of keep it short, but we're so proud of everybody. And uh, the vibes this week for assessments were just really positive and uplifting and encouraging. And I had a client text that was like, I just, she's like, I let my husband listen to the podcast. And she was one of our shout outs uh, a couple of weeks ago. She's always one of our shout outs, I feel like. But she was just saying how this just feels like it's a big community of friends who are helping each other and get better and better their health. And it's just really cool to be yeah. a part of. And I'm like, that's exactly why that's we yeah. created <laughs> this program because it just, it means a lot to me to hear a client say that because that's what it was created for. I know I needed a community on my own journey and I needed people that loved me and had my best interest at heart that could cheer me on. And that's what changed my life. And so that's kind of what MacroWorks was intended to be. And so knowing that that's kind of what people are feeling is really cool. Yeah, it is. And that's nothing we're doing. That's what our clients are doing. Mm -hmm. And it's really cool to be a part of. Yes, definitely. Um, So a little swerve on that positive (laughs) note. (laughs) Let's talk about why your weekends suck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but really we kind of want to see or not see, we want to talk about why we keep struggling and getting off track on the weekends. And if you're not even aware that your weekends or not even weekends either, it could be any like event coming up or vacation or holidays that are right around the corner. We're literally in the holidays right mm-hmm. now. Um, those are big reasons that people use as excuses as to why they can't stick with it. And I'm not talking about you. That's like, Oh, I had one off track meal this month because I went out to eat for my birthday and I enjoyed it. Like that's not who that, I'm talking yeah. about. Like I'm talking about the people who every single weekend are off track or every they're going on vacation every single week and they're just blowing it out of the water or they're with friends and they're doing things and it's a recurring thing consistently that they're getting off track because of these things, but they also have big goals though. That's who I'm, I'm talking to today. And I think that it's a vast majority of people that feel that way. And it's not that you're bad or intentionally doing this or like your goals are important. And that's why you keep getting off track because no, that's not, that's not the reality for most people. Your goals are really important. You just can't seem to figure out why you can't keep it together on the weekends and why it's so easy to go back to those unhealthy habits when you're faced with a situation or you're in an environment like a party or a special event or holidays with families and things like that. And it just kind of feels like you're defeated because you want to keep it together. But for some reason, you just keep falling short. That's who I'm talking to. And I think a lot of us can resonate with that um, because it happens to all of us. I've been a victim of this and I still am sometimes until I check myself and realize why I'm doing it. Um, And because perspective is key here. And so let's talk about why most of us are overeating on the weekends or special events. I'm just going to say weekends, but you know what I mean? I mean, all events, um, talk about how you, how you might feel like you're killing it, but you're just not getting the results you want and kind of break that down into like three actionable steps that you can implement to kind of prevent that from having happening or overcome it in the future if you want to get better results and you're not happy with what you're seeing right now because of your weekends. And so number one is you at first things first, you got to own it. You can't keep ignoring it. Most of our clients who we see this recurring theme with 
when they're getting off track every week and they're not even logging it. Mm -hmm. And then they'll come back on Monday and they're like, well, I just don't feel like I did that bad, but my weight's way up. And it's like, well, then you, you didn't do as good as you did (laughs) as good as you think you did. And that's why we're logging these things. Because let's just say, you know, for an example, you go out for drinks with the girls and you order a nice, like a, a healthy salad from Cheesecake Factory. You meet the girls on a Friday night, whatever. And you're letting loose and you're like, you know what? I'm not going to do that bad. I'm going to have three drinks and I ordered a salad. I killed it. Well, a grilled chicken Caesar salad from Cheesecake Factory is what, like over 1,200 calories. Mm -hmm. Those three drinks you had are well over 1,000 calories combined because they're full of sugar. If you got a frozen margarita. Yeah, Yeah, if you got three regular margaritas. No big deal. You only had three drinks and a salad. each. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But you're not logging it. And so you really aren't aware. And again, we talked about this last week, how... Self-awareness is so crucial because most of us are overweight because we don't feel like we're doing that bad, but it's because we're not actually seeing what's actually happening. It's like when you don't budget money for things that you're trying to save up for, if you're trying to be responsible with your budget, but you're not budgeting. And then at the end of the month, you're out of money and you're like, I didn't even, I don't have anything to show for it. I didn't even buy anything. It's very easy to overspend when you're not being intentional about what you're actually using that money on. And it's the same thing with calories. Like if you're not logging it and seeing what you're actually consuming or you're estimating and you're not even close because you're trying to choose things that look pleasing to you on my fitness pal, like, Oh, that drink was a hundred calories. I'm going to choose that. Like, Oh, this, (laughs) this drink was less than my protein shake. Mm -hmm. Like if it seems too good to be true, it probably is. 120 calorie hamburger. Wow. Wow. (laughs) So that's where, again, that self-awareness and accountability comes in. So number one, if you're someone who's struggling on the weekends, you got to start owning it. And so even if you're eating 5,000 calories on a Friday night or 10,000 calories on a Saturday night, like that's a bit extreme, but if you're not owning it and logging it, you're never going to be self-aware. And so what happens is the next weekend rolls around and you don't feel like you did that bad. So it's really easy to repeat that behavior because it doesn't sting as much because you're not holding yourself accountable. You don't know that those drinks are over a thousand calories because they're really small. They can't be that much, right? You don't know that salad that you thought you were doing good is more than your calorie budget for the entire day for just that one meal. So you're actually getting 3000 calories in your dinner, even though you feel like you're killing it. And so that's where that self-awareness and accountability comes in. We don't want to guess. We want to know what we're consuming, even if it's bad. You need to know the good days, the bad days, and the ugly days, not just the good days that you're killing it. We don't want to just account for those. We want to see the entire picture because if you're not owning it, you can never change it. And again, it's really easy to repeat that behavior when you don't feel like that behavior is hurting you that much. But when you're aware of what your actions actually are, it stings a little bit next time you go get that drink because you know, man, that drink was so, that was 600 calories for that one drink. That's more than my breakfast and lunch combined. Like Mm -hmm. being aware of that makes it a little more difficult to just do it freely. You know, it's, it stings a little bit more. And so that's number one, you got to own those things. And if you're someone who's not logging on the weekends and you're seeing progress that you want to see, that's great. Keep doing what you're doing. But if you're someone that's not logging on the weekends and you're going out and you don't feel like you're doing that bad, but you're five pounds up on Monday, you need to start owning it because you're obviously not doing as well as you think you are when you're trying to just intuitively eat or whatever you're trying to accomplish here. Mm -hmm. So number one, own it. 
Your intuition isn't great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if your intuition is not matching the results you think you should be seeing. If you're intuitively seeing, eating and gaining significantly, then, not, then your you're, intuition you're, is not great. Your, intu- <laughs> your intuition muscle is not built yet. Right, you, yeah. need to keep, you need to keep building that up a little bit more. Exactly. <laughs> but also, just be realistic with yourself. If you feel like you're killing it, but you're, the scale is like skyrocketing, you're obviously not killing it. And so be a little humble. Let your ego go out the door and just be like, well, crap, maybe it's me. Maybe I am the problem. Like maybe I should be more accountable to myself because those numbers don't lie, guys. And if it's, again, if you're, it's every once in a while, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking about the people where it's re- a weekly Regularly. recurrence. Yes. And so that leads to number two, you got to own it first. And then, but with owning it also disclaimer, don't beat yourself up for it. You're not, you're not logging these things to like shame yourself or make you feel guilty. You're logging these things so you can improve your self-awareness so that way you're aware of what you're consuming when you make those choices. You're also holding yourself accountable, but make it in a positive way. Like I'm holding myself accountable so I can change these actions to become who I want to be and get the results I want to be. Not because I'm going to beat myself up for it because that's worse. You're just going to keep spiraling if that's the case and then give up altogether. So give yourself grace. Know that this is just a tool to help better yourself in an area that you're trying to improve. That's it. Um, And then number two, you got to be honest about your choices and learn why you keep getting off track. Why do you continue to make these choices? And there's a million different reasons why, but the majority of the time it's either because you may be restricted too much on the weekend. Like I talk about, I talked, did I talk about it on this recording or was it the previous one about, um, I don't remember. So I'm just, if I repeat myself, I'm sorry. But if you're someone who's eating like 1400 calories or 1300 calories on the a weekdays, because you're trying to stay on track and you're doing really, really good, but you're also really, really restricted. Um, and then the weekends roll around and your schedule is a little more relaxed. You, you're not in your normal routine. And so you're not as busy. And so you have more time to think about, man, I'm hungry. Well, of course you are because you're super restricted during the week. And so what happens when you're super hungry, you're probably not going to make the best choices. And then you're going to overeat on Friday. And then you're not going to want to log it because you have a lot of shame because of that. And then the next day it's going to roll around. Well, I've already ruined Friday. I might as well ruin Saturday too. I'm going out tonight. And then you just repeat that. And then you wake up on Monday morning, five pounds up and you're freaking out. And so what's your natural instinct? Restrict Restrict. again (laughs) and then repeat. And so if that's the case for you, you might want to look at your week days more than your weekends, because if you're restricted too much on your weekdays, that's probably why you're so easy to get off track on the weekends because you're hangry, Mm -hmm. your body wants that stuff. And so your willpower is just not existent. And so when you're faced with those temptations, you're like an animal and you're just like, give me food because you're so hungry. And then you feel bad about that. So you restrict yourself more and then repeat, restrict, repeat. That's not a good place to be in. And so if that's you and you're eating super low calorically during the week because you're trying to make up for your weekends, that's probably the main reason you're getting off track on weekends. So instead, a better option and system in place for that would be simply eat more quality calories during the week. I'm not saying eat junk food during the week, but I am saying if you're binging on the things that you're craving on the weekdays because you're not letting yourself have that, like let's say you really wanted ice cream all week, but you held strong and you didn't have ice cream all week because you were on track and you only ate 1200 calories a day and you're killing it. And then Friday rolls around and your kids are like, can we go get ice cream? And you're like, you know what? Yeah, we've had a good week. I'm going to get ice cream. Well, then you get a little bit of ice cream and then you eat a little bit more and then you eat more and then you've eaten the entire tub of ice cream. And then you're like, well, let's get pizza. I've already screwed up. That's how those things start 
like that's how you kind of spiral out of control. But let's say that same person during the week was like, man, I'm really craving ice cream. And so I'm going to plan for it tonight in moderation. And in my targets, I'm going to have about a hundred calories of ice cream on after my dinner with a snack that I want, you know, and I'm still going to have healthy calories throughout the day, but I'm going to plan for this one small scoop of ice cream with my kids after school on Wednesday. Well, you had ice cream. So when Friday rolls around and your kids are like, let's go get ice cream, you're full, you're satisfied because you've been intentional about eating all of your calories throughout the week, not restricting your calories, but you're filling in your calories with good nutrient, like dense quality foods and also accounting for some of those cravings that you're having along the way in moderation. So on Friday, when that rolls around and your kids are like, can we get ice cream? You're like, sure. So you take them to get ice cream, but you don't even really want it because you're full. You're satisfied. You've already satisfied that craving on Wednesday when you wanted ice cream and you had it. You realize it really wasn't as much as I, it wasn't what I expected it to be. So I'm not even tempted. I don't even want ice cream. And then you have a normal day on a Friday or you go and you have one scoop like you plan for with your kids and that doesn't spiral out of control because you're not so restricted. Mm -hmm. And so you just have a normal weekend. And so that's a part of seeing what the issue is. And then that's number three is having a better system and plan in place for the next time. So if that's you who you're restricted too much on the weeks, quit restricting on the weeks mm -hmm. and then see what happens during your weekends. I promise it'll be a lot better. Um, you know, I too, I, I feel like we've had a couple of clients that have, you know, their goal is kind of like, kind of like we've been talking about, like the restricting and, and then overdoing it. And they, and their thought is, well, I'm, my average is, is still under calories, but you know, lots of times they're not logging everything they yeah. say they're eating. And so, or they, they didn't log Saturday. So let's or... say, let's say that they have a 1500 calorie or I don't know, 1700 calorie target and they eat 1300 calories every day. And then on the weekends on Friday and Saturday and maybe Sunday, they eat close to 24, 2500 calories but it still averages out to 1,700 calories. Don't, don't knock me on my math. I'm, these are just numbers <laughs> I'm making up off the top of my head. But, you know, and, and so I, we've just seen that that just does not work, like the, the restricting and then overdoing it, because one of the reasons why we want you eating all of your calories in the first place is so you don't get hungry, and then also so you're building muscle, and, you know, building, you know, you're eating, getting enough protein, mm -hmm. you're getting all your calories, you know, that it's all about what you're going to be able to do long-term and, and be able to sustain and consistency because right. if you're restricted your consistency is going to be crap after a week or two yeah. you can't sustain that and it's, so yeah. someone who's eating 1200 calories for two weeks straight which is very difficult to do um and that for most of us and then they like let's say they lost 15 pounds on that two weeks because they're so restricted like versus another girl who's eating 1700 calories a day and she's losing a couple of pounds a week or a 0.5% to 1% of her total body weight or, right know, yeah. and so she's lost five pounds after that two weeks and this other girl's lost 15 and you're looking at both of them like well that other girl's killing it like I want to eat 1200 calories well then that third week comes around and that girl starts binge eating because she's so restricted, gains all of that 15 pounds back in one week and then quits and then just continues to gain weight versus the girl who was eating 1,700 calories consistently of good quality calories, 80-20 rule here. You don't have to be perfect, but just str like strive to eat more good foods than not. Mm -hmm. um, and then she's eating 1,700. Let's say that third week comes around. She's feeling great. She's not restricted at all. She's fueled. She's got energy. She's moving her body. She's working out because she feels so good. Um, and then she continues to go and then a month later she's at her goal weight and then she sustains her goal weight forever. 
That's the goal. And that's where people get in this loop of like, well, no, I want to lose 15 pounds in two weeks, but that's never going to be sustainable. Um, but that kind of brings us to, well, we got off on the, yeah, that's my bad. <laughs> no, that's good. Yeah. It's, it's a good thing to say, I think. But the next thing that could be the reason is your routine is simply different. Like we just, we know that during the week we're hustling. Most of us are working. If you're a stay at home mom, you don't have help because your, your husband might be at work. Like, or vice versa, your wife might be at work. We're inclusive here. We include That's everybody. Right. Um, <laughs> but your routine's just different. So during the week, you're real busy. You have less time to sit down and just want a snack or you're going and going and going and you have a solid routine so you're on track. And then Saturday rolls around and your significant other's at home with you so you have more help or you're not going to work that day so you're sitting at home all day. You're watching football on the TV all day. So your routine is different. So you're naturally going to want to eat different or eat snack foods or do things like that just because you're hungry. You're just sitting around bored. Um, and so what's a way that you can go to number three and have a better system and pl plan in place for you if that's the case? Make sure that you have a good routine on the weekends too. And that might be different than your week routine, but that doesn't mean you just have to waste away on the weekend unless you can do so and still stay on track. If you want to relax on the weekend, please do. You should be, especially if you're working hard during the week, but have a routine in place that also sets you up for success. So that way, if you're someone just struggling because of that lack of routine, the best thing you can do is just have a weekend routine. Like for me, I, that's my case. Like I struggle on the weekends because my routine's different. And so for me, um, that means I'm going to make sure that I get in at least 30 minutes of movement a day, even if I'm not going to the gym, even if that just means I'm getting up and making myself go on a walk or I'm cleaning the kitchen or I'm decluttering a room or I'm doing something like that. I'm staying busy. I'm not just sitting around all day long. If I want to have a snack and I know like Trey and I, when the kids go to bed, we're going to watch a movie that night or something, or we're going to go out with friends or something. I just make sure that I plan for those things because that's another thing. Another reason that people get off track during the week is they're not planning ahead for these things. Like we're going out to eat with our family tonight after our nephew's football game. I know this and it would be really easy if I didn't plan all, if I didn't know, if I didn't plan for what I wanted to eat with where we're going, or even if I don't know what restaurant we're going to, just knowing that I'm probably going to go to a restaurant. So my calories are going to be higher for dinner than they normally would be. If I was cooking at home, I'm accounting for that with my other meals to make sure I'm prepared for that. And I can still go out to eat with my family, but I'm not blowing my day just because it's the weekend. Cause my goals are still important. Even if it's Saturday, my, my routine might be different, but that just means that my plan is different. Also, I have a plan for these things, um, which is another reason a lot of people get off track. They're just not prepared like they are for the week. And so that can mean like you're someone who meal preps on Sunday. So your easy and to go food is really convenient because you've already prepped your food. So you grab it and go. So your easy is also your easy and convenient is also aligned with your goals. Well, then Friday rolls around and you're out of your prep. You don't have your meals prepped anymore. And so naturally you're like, well, I'm going to easy and convenient means water burger. And well, I'm kind of hungry and it's a weekend and I don't really care. So I'm going to get a burger and fries and a Coke. And then you just spiral out of control. So what plan could you have in place to help that struggle prep for your weekend? Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to just stop because it's Friday. Like I do a midweek prep. If I'm out of my chicken, I just prepped my chicken yesterday going into the weekend, knowing if I didn't have that prepped, I wouldn't have easy meals to go, especially like on Saturday when we have three games with kids. Like it's still, my goals are still important, even though it's the weekend and I'm busy. And so I'm planning and I'm prepping for a weekend prep. So I know I'm prepared and ready to go versus not 
prepping because it's Friday and then going on Saturday and be like, well, crap, we don't, I don't have anything to eat. And so let's go out to eat tonight and then blow it out of the water. And so if that's your recurring issue, it's just because you're not having plans and systems in place, simply implement having a plan and system. That's right. Prep your food, do what you need to do. Like, I think you kind of get the point of what I'm saying. Like you have to identify, own it, learn why you keep making those choices and then have a better actionable goal system in place to help you prevent it moving forward. And if you're someone who's struggling with even understanding what you can do to help those struggles, reach out to your coach and have them help you. That's what they're there for. If you're one of our clients and you're like, well, I am struggling because I'm going out with my friends every weekend and I'm really social. That's another big one. And I just, I I don't know how to balance that with my goals. I don't want to give up being social. And I also want to reach my goals. Like that's okay. You can have both realistically. You're just going to have to know that you're going to have to sacrifice in some areas. If you want that to be true, you're also going to have to set up some boundaries for yourself and stick with them. And also this again, self-accountability comes into this because a lot of times, especially if you are someone, the reason you're struggling is because you're drinking all weekend which isn't a, it's not a bad thing. If you want to go out and have drinks with your friends, like that's not bad by any means. But if you're someone who has health goals or a weight related goal that you're trying to reach, you have to know that realistically you can't binge drink every single weekend and still prioritize your goals. That's not reality here. You can go out with your friends and have a couple of drinks in moderation and still easily hit your goals. If you're being smart about it, if you're planning ahead for it, if you're logging it accurately and you're sticking with your drink limit, um, then you can have the best of both worlds. That does mean there is some sacrifices. You may not be able to drink all that you want to. You might have to stop and you might have to set those boundaries and be uncomfortable sometimes when your friends are trying to encourage you to drink more and be able to say no sometimes. Like, no, I don't want to drink more. I'm still having fun and I don't want to. Like, that's really uncomfortable For a lot of people, especially people with my personality, because I'm a people pleaser and I want to say yes to everything. But when I finally got to the point in my life where I was like, no, my goals are important. And the reason that I keep getting off track and get further from my goals and I'm just spinning my wheels here is because I'm I'm trying to please everyone else around me and I'm going out and they're wanting me to have fun with them and they're wanting me to drink and excessively and not be intentional about it. And that's just not serving me anymore. And I want to be able to go out with these people, but I'm going to have to be up front with them and say, hey, I'm having two drinks tonight and that's it. And then after that, it's going to be water or Diet Coke or whatever I want, but I'm still going to be here and I'm going to have fun. That's being honest. That's being accountable. That's saying, hey, I, I have goals that are important, so I have to cut back a little bit if I realistically want to make it work. And if your goals aren't important and you would rather just get plastered every weekend, then that's fine too. But my my point here is, and there's no shame in that whatsoever, but if you're someone who has goals and you're frustrated every week because you're not seeing progress, you have to be honest with yourself that, hey, some of these things are sacrifices that I have to give up. But I promise you, it may feel like a sacrifice right now in the moment, but when you get to that other side and you hit your goals and you get to your goal weight or you change your life how you intended to the healthy way and you see how good you feel without those things, you're not going to want to go back. That was the case for me. I used to think there's no way I could go my whole life without drinking or there's no way I could go one week without drinking and having fun with my friends. There's no way I'll be able to not eat these things on the weekends. But what happened over time when I was really strict about it And I was planning for these things and I had systems so I could live both in moderation and still go out and have friends and have fun. We still have fun. We're not like, I mean, when we want to, most of the time we don't want to leave our house. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, But it's just, we're just smart about it now because our health is more important to us than those things are. 
And we know that. I don't like waking up feeling like crap the next day. I don't like waking up on Monday and being 10 pounds up on the scale because I went insane on the weekends and ate things that don't serve me well. And I'm sick all week because of it. And then I can't push at the gym the next day because I feel like crap or I'm in bed all day. Like that is not the life that I want to live anymore. And so I don't. And I think that a lot of people feel like those are the things that are the biggest sacrifices in their life. But then when they get to the other side, they realize, oh, wow, that's not a sacrifice at all. It's a blessing to not be doing those things now. But you don't realize that until you're there. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I could never, I get it. I felt that way too until I got to the other side. And now I don't want to drink anymore. I don't want to do those things anymore. I don't want to go out on the weekend and stuff my face with chips and queso and margaritas. Like every once in a while, sure, that's fun every once in a while. But I ne- I don't do it all the time. It's very rare that I do just because I want to feel good. I want to have energy. I want to live an active life. I want to wake up on a Saturday morning and go on a run or go to the gym. And again, if you're hearing this and you're like, oh, I could never, I used to weigh 230 pounds and I couldn't even walk to my mailbox. Like I would have laughed in your face <laughs> if you would have told that girl back then that I would be saying the things I'm saying now. But that's just a true testament of somebody who created a lifestyle change by doing these things consistently and implementing systems and plans in place at the very beginning when it wasn't easy so I can make myself be successful and then getting to the other side, adapting, changing my actions to align with my goals consistently, figuring out what my struggles were, where my issues were, owning them, giving myself grace and figuring out a way to overcome those struggles and implementing it in an actionable way so that way I could be successful and still do those things I wanted just in a more balanced way. Um, so all that to say, if you're someone struggling on the weekend, I'm just going to go through real quick. Like you got to own it. You got to learn why you keep doing those behaviors. Is it your environment? Is it you're too restricted during the week? All of those things. And then after you identify the struggle, you need to come up with a better plan and a better system and also be honest with yourself. You can't binge drink every single weekend and eat like an unsupervised six-year-old and then expect to see progress consistently Mm -hmm. that's just not the real world you can go out and have one cheap meal on a Saturday probably and one drink and then be on track the rest of the day and only do that on a Saturday night and then stay on track Saturday and Friday and hit your goals consistently absolutely Mm -hmm. but you can't do it three days in a row and then restrict all week and then do it again the next weekend and expect to ever see the progress you want yep so if you're struggling on your weekend own it reach out reach out (laughs) reach out to your coach for help but then also be honest like have some self-accountability. It's not your friend's fault that you're over drinking on the weekend. It's not your husband's fault that you're eating pizza on Saturday night. It's not your kid's fault that you ate a tub of ice cream. Those things are hard when you have those outside environment, like outside people trying to urge you to do it. Absolutely. But ultimately you're the one that makes that choice. You're the one that says yes or no. You're the one that overeats those things. You're the one that orders another drink. You're the one that didn't choose to have a system or a plan in place to make yourself set or to set yourself up for success. And that's a hard pill to swallow sometimes because it's really easy to blame those shortcomings on, well, my husband wanted pizza. I had no choice. Or my friends wanted to go out and they kept buying me shots. No, you can say no, you're an adult. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's a huge thing that people are like, they shy away from or they're scared to tell people that because it doesn't feel good to hear that you're the problem. But it's a necessary reality for most of us. It was for me if we want to create that change ever. Yep. 
All right. Well, I guess we'll leave you guys with that awesome, sweet little message at the end there. <laughs> no, Love but, you. <laughs> love you. Bye. <laughs> Quit binging on the weekends. <laughs> it's you. You're love the you, problem. Bye. Bye. <laughs> no, but really, we love you guys. Um, some things are tough to talk about, but that's why we love this podcast because I feel like we can just blanket statement this. And if you're someone who's convicted, it's probably for a reason. And everything we say are things that we have also struggled with ourselves. Yes. So we are never calling people out for things that we haven't overcome too. Um, but we love you guys as always. If you think someone would benefit from our coaching service or our podcast message, um, send them our way. You can send us a DM anytime you can find us on social media. Instagram is macro underscore works. Um, and then our Facebook is just at macro works. And then our website is www.macroworksnutrition.com. All right. Talk to you guys next week. Bye, Bye. guys. <laughs>